<laughs> I feel better now. From Boogie Land Media, this is On Carlson Drive, a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. Today's episode... My car. Tucked away among a pile of stories, poems, and funny little notes written by my girls over the years, I found a poem Hannah wrote her senior year in high school about her car. It's full of good stuff about the life of this car. Her car did not start out as her car. It started out as our car. The first new car Randy and I bought as a married couple. I brought an old citation with me to the marriage. It was old when it came to me, equipped with an 8-track tape player. I found three 8-track tapes at a thrift store, so I listened to Barry Manilow, Simon and Garfunkel, and Journey over and over again during the life of this car. My little silver citation left us in a smoking, sputtering, sad ending. Apparently, you needed to change the oil in cars back then, too. Randy had a company car for a while. Then we acquired a used Jetta that Randy loved. He loves Volkswagens for some reason. But this little Jetta got to a point that if we were driving for any length of time, if we turned the car off, it would simply not start. So if we were on a long road trip and had to stop for gas, we were in trouble because the car would not start again for several hours. The first time this happened, we were halfway home to Kansas City from visiting my parents in Wichita. We had baby Erin tucked all snug in her car seat on this cold November day, and we made a quick stop at a rest area on the toll road out in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. It was around 9 o'clock at night. We got back in the car after our short break, turned the key, and nothing. Not even a click. Nothing. Randy got out and looked under the hood. Why, I don't know, because really he doesn't know anything about cars. Nothing. The only other person at the rest area was a young man who also knew nothing about cars. He and Randy stared at the engine for a while and then gave up. Randy got back in the car with me and Aaron. We kind of looked at each other with the unspoken words, What are we going to do now? Swirling around our heads. There was no payphone at the rest area and no cell phones yet, people. How far away was the closest gas station? We can't even remember. What do we do? We had been at this rest area for a little over an hour. Okay, I'm going to pray. 
I'm going to pray over this car and it's going to start. Pray, 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 pray. It was going to start. I knew it. I felt it. God was going to start this car. Turn the key, Randy. Do it. God will start this car. Nothing. Not even a click. Nothing. Wow. What a letdown. So many thoughts. God? Then, Randy tried the key and it started. What? God was like, ha ha, gotcha. You didn't think I was going to do it? Then I did it. So we got rid of that car and got a minivan. But that guy wasn't very reliable, and we were still existing with only one car, and we had two little girls by this time, so we needed a reliable car. So we splurged and bought a brand new 1998 blue Oldsmobile Cutlass that would eventually become Hannah's car. This car lived with us for 17 years. That car drove us through a whole heap of our life. And Hannah's poem pulls out a few of the more memorable bits. Ode to My Car by Hannah Bonifield My car that's 16 years old. My car that still always starts. My car that's always been blue. My car that we drove to Michigan. My car that took my sister home for the first time. My car that has an untrustworthy tape player. My car that I drive to school every day. My car that runs out of gas like that. My car that me and my sister would lie on at night to look at the summer sky. My car that has little dents on the hood because I threw rocks at it when I was three. My car that I drove home one day. My car that slid down the wet, rainy road. My car that went crash. My car that had dents in the hood are a little bigger now. My car that we took a hammer to. My car that still runs. My car that's not all blue anymore. My car with the KU and K-State sticker. My car that sits in the driveway. My car that has ripping leather seats in the back. My car that feels like home. My car that I love. My car. If you have been listening carefully, You would have picked up on the fact that I said we had this car for 17 years, and Hannah's poem says the car was 16 years old. So, yes, it was just a short year later, less really after she wrote this poem, that our beloved Oldsmobile had to go. It was still running, but our mechanic had given us the bad news that the bottom was completely rusted out, and one wrong bump in the road would be a dangerous wrong bump. The plan was that Aaron was going to get it for the next few years in college, but we just didn't think it would be a safe car to take to college, so it was time to say goodbye. 
Up to that point, it was a very reliable car. We had very few problems with this blue car, the car that always starts, unlike aforementioned cars. My car that we drove to Michigan. This is an understatement. That car took us to Michigan many, many, many times. We had a little TV with a VCR built in that fit right between the front seats so the girls could watch video after video on the long trip from Kansas to Michigan. 101 Dalmatians, Beauty and the Beast. Although on one memorable occasion we put in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Forgetting the last scene when they open up the ark and all the faces of the bad guys are melted off. Right now I can laugh at the memory of seeing my little girl's horrified faces in the rear view mirror as they watch Nazi faces melt off. Then I felt so bad that I had forgotten about that scene and let them watch it. Oh... Um, hey, girls, let's watch Milo and Otis now. It's about a kitty and a puppy. My car that took my sister home from the hospital for the first time. Our family was complete with the addition of our last little girl, Grace. Three girls. It was on one of those trips to Michigan that we decided we could no longer survive with one little car. It was much more difficult to put three girls and a TV with a built-in VCR in that car. On that last trip home from Michigan in our little blue Oldsmobile, we stuffed every inch of that car. I kept imagining opening the doors at a gas station and having everything fly out. It was time for a minivan. But this time, we would keep our 1998 Oldsmobile Cutlass. We would become a two-car family. What luxury! Before that, I put many miles on my little double stroller. My car, that's really not my car. Not her car, because she knew that she got to drive to school this year, but next year her sister got to drive to school. But as I already told you, it died before that happened. But she didn't know that when she wrote this poem. My car that me and my sister would lie on at night and look at the summer sky. Isn't that sweet? I love that. And if you are worried about dents on the roof, don't. There were so many dents in this car by the time they did this, it did not matter. My car that has little dents on the hood because I threw rocks at it when I was three. See? They were actually dried mud chunks. The car was parked next to a retaining wall. Little three-year-old Hannah was standing behind the wall, so she was about hood level with the car, and all around her were dried chunks of mud that made a very satisfying explosion when they landed on the hood of the car. She had made a good ten or twelve tosses before we discovered her game. From then on, we called that damage Hannah damage. Randy was not happy. We had only had the car a few months, and this incident followed on the heels of Aaron drawing all over the back seat with an ink pen. And then, just one day after the Hannah damage, Randy backs over a post and dents the fender. At that point, we decided we were going to embrace the dented and decorated family car.
Years later, our Oldsmobile was stuck in a pretty fierce hailstorm. So there came a time when we couldn't tell the difference between Hannah damage and hail damage. My car I drove home one day. My car that slid down the wet, rainy road. My car that went crash. My car that had dents in the hood are a little bigger now. I think you get the picture here. Hannah added more Hannah damage. That was not a good day, as you can imagine. It happened just outside of the high school. One of those things when she didn't stop fast enough and rear-ended the car in front of her. Fortunately, it was an understanding mother. Hannah was mortified. Everyone saw her, and now her car was ruined. My car, we took a hammer to. My car that still runs. Thank goodness for friends who know a little bit about cars. Insurance took care of the other car, and our trusty 1998 Oldsmobile Cutlass miraculously only had cosmetic damage. So our friend, who knew what he was doing, came over, helped us pound it back into shape. He and Randy went to the local pick-and-pull, found a hood, brought it home, and replaced the bent blue hood with an unbent silver hood. My car that's not all blue anymore. Our 1998 Oldsmobile would make it through Hannah's senior year, but its days were numbered. Soon it was clear that maintenance on a 17-year-old car was not a wise investment. We were all very sad to say goodbye, my car that feels like home. It had been a very good car. It had taken us on many vacations and family outings, surgeries, and the birth of a child. Countless band concerts and football games, cross-country meets, one little fender bender towards the end of its life. That was it. But now it was time to say goodbye. We didn't send it off alone, though. We left a Jonas Brothers CD in the CD player so it wouldn't forget us. So how do you want to approach this? Well, usually I just talk about the story, right? Hey, what, do you remember that? That was how it went. (laughs) It's been a while since we've done one of these. So, you know. Okay, well, well, I'll start with my little comment I said about, you know, how how you get attached to cars. Because you did feel sad when we left, when we got rid of that car. It seems silly now, but I actually remember that moment. I remember walking away or driving away from the car, kind of like, oh, well, there it goes. There goes our car. There goes our car. It was still sad to say goodbye to it because it had carried us through so many years of our life. Yeah, you know, it's funny to think about a car like that having three girls in it. And I do remember the days where the car seat sat in the middle yeah. And the two girls had to sit on either side of it. That's how how long we had it. Well, I mean, the, the, the beginning of the story, or well, the beginning of the poem, it talks about the Hannah damage. Right. <laughs> and then it goes to driving her around her senior year in high school. So. Well, you know, I think her, her poem honestly really captured 
the meaning of that car and and as well as sort of its significance in our lives. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily like the car that has the significance. It's more like it just was there all the time. It was the life that was lived around that car. Yeah. And in yeah, that car. Yeah, and in the car. And I mean, and, but there are specific memories attached to that car, like the Hannah damage. Well, yes, that was, um, <laughs> you know, we often talk about stellar parent moments. That one I remember being so upset with her. She was three. Right. We heard, I think we were inside the cabin and we heard this noise. When we come outside and I was just so livid, I couldn't believe that this brand new car that we had. <laughs> and here she was throwing what I thought were rocks on the car and so upset. You know, what's funny is how upset I was too at the, the writing when Aaron, when, when Aaron drew, yes. drew on the car. And because that was even, I mean, oh, I think that was in the first week we that we had that the, car, this brand new car. Oh, it was just so, it was like, I I, I can, I can hear my mom's voice. My mom used to, Every once in a while, you know, somebody would break something. She goes, can't I have anything nice around here? <laughs> I think you probably said something <laughs> like that at that point. And so I get I get in the back and I'm scrubbing it and I'm just, you know, kind of like the father from Christmas Story. And uh, back there scrubbing the car and I can't get it all off. But the funny thing is that, like three weeks later, it wasn't even visible, right? It had just because totally the sun faded. had faded it all. Yeah, and and here I was so upset. Well, and then I backed over a horseshoe pit. <laughs> no, I, I I don't think I backed over it. I think I caught it with the front of the car. Oh, is that what I thought you yeah. were backing up? Okay, so you'd think. Well, certainly he sees the horseshoe pit. And I didn't because it wasn't like it was a it was a pit that was marked. It was just the post. There was just the the horseshoe post was up right. in yeah. And it wasn't like you dented it. I think you pulled over it and it got caught under yeah. the. And then I when I backed up, right. it pulled it the, pulled the pulled the, the yeah front bumper. We out. never had parking lights on that car. <laughs> never had them. Yeah, within the first two. They're months like of the little the fog lights that are under the bumper. Uh, oh, okay. I never had those. Right. It's like okay, well that's it. There it is. That's the end of that. We did do many, many trips in that car. Yeah, and you remember that that video when we, they were watching Raiders of the Lost Oh, gosh, Ark. that's so funny. I don't think you could even describe it. Well, I remember the moment. And I think you noticed it first, which is funny because you were driving, and you were just like, look, look at their faces. Aaron's eyes were like as wide as can be. <laughs> and I think she had her hand covering her, her hands covering her mouth. And like she was just shocked, like, oh, oh, you know, kind of one of those things. <laughs> Hannah couldn't have been any more than four or five. Probably not. It's it's one of those things when you watch a, a movie when you're younger or when you're a kid, you don't really look at it through a child's eye until you're watching it with your children. Like Grease. Yeah, like Grease. <laughs> For example, <laughs> or any oh Happy gosh. Days episode, right. you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> because when you were a child, you didn't. Right. You just remember watching it and enjoying the movie. You know, the girls are like this. It's an adventure movie, and then you think, oh wait, 
I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm thinking of my little citation that, that I had in college. I do remember us being like, oh, this car is going. It would smoke a lot it, yeah. it, when we went places. and Just made some really good noises. Yeah. We were just going to go look at cars, and we were pulling into the dealership. <laughs> it's just smoking. <laughs> and it's just smoking as we pull in. And uh, you're, you're imagining the, the salesman looking at that going, this one's <laughs> this mine. This one's mine. <laughs> But you didn't realize how cheap we were. Oh my! We get, we bought the Jetta. We got a good deal on that Jetta because it was almost brand new, but it wasn't. It was like somebody had bought it yeah. and then took it, brought it back because they didn't want to keep it. I loved that car. That was a really nice car to drive. That was well. You, I don't. What is it with you and Volkswagens? You know, they have really tight steering. They have this really, and I I don't mean tight like hard to turn. I mean like. You turn it and it turns, you know. You, you I mean, like every well, other no. car. You know how in, in some cars you have to make these big sweeping moves to get the car to turn right? Well, those these cars, like, you just turn you just it slightly. Right and, and it goes. Yeah, and it goes that way. And they're just fun to, fun little cars to drive. I, I don't know. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice car. That was a good car for us for a while. And then it just it had, had this, this issue. mysterious yeah. Non-starting. We issue. figured I mean, we found out what it was later. But the but nobody could figure out how to fix it. Right. It was had something to do with the solenoid that it would heat up to this temperature that would not allow it to restart until it cooled down. That trip where it did it for the first time on us, we had, you know, we had been on this long trip so the car was hot. And uh, and it was all heated up. And so we had to wait for it to cool down to get it started. There were times where we would drive that car and we had to get gas. But we were like, we can't turn the car off. Yeah, we'd leave the car on and get gas. Yeah, that made me so nervous. <laughs> like, this is I, not a good plan. No. Yeah, and then we, we had a, a red Dodge minivan for a while. That was janky when we got it. I really never liked that car. I never did either. Tim. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Tim sold us that car. Right. And it was it was fine. It was fine. It It just wasn't wasn't a great car. Just never liked that car that much. It was almost like it was it was a necessity. Oh, we're having we have babies now. We have to have have get a minivan. Have to have a minivan. Now nowadays it feels like people have more choices. No, I think for a while, I don't know, that minivans were built on like truck chassis. So you felt like you were driving this yeah. big rumbly thing around. I, I think I just just thinking about us sitting here talking about this, I'm thinking about the fact that we're we're basically going through our lives based on our cars. And I, I bet people do that. I think this. people do that. Yeah, it's like you 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 can remember a period of your life based on the car you drove. Yeah. Like what was that citation the first car? That, that was you the had? first car I ever had and it was uh I had it for my senior year in college. Okay. And that I'm trying to remember what year it was. The car the yeah, citation? Was it like an 82? I don't even know. I think yeah. it was older than that. 
I mean, it had an eight-track player in it. So, I mean, there's that period for you. I had a, a 1980 Mustang when I was in high school, which sounds cooler than it really was. Because I never saw you drive that thing. Yeah. You need to replace the oil in those two. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't feel bad about the fact that I didn't know I had to replace the oil in my car. Because when you're young and you just have a car, you don't know stuff. So if nobody tells you, yeah. hey, guess what? You need to make sure you change the oil in your car. You don't know that. Wait, wait. Are you saying your father failed you here? I mean, I'm not going to say anything because I. Why would you say that? I would. That was just like lightly implied. We didn't have to like <laughs> say it outright. Well, because because my my father would be like, I, I am sure that I told you to change the oil on that thing. You know, my car did the same thing. You know. It died because you didn't change. Because I forgot to change. <laughs> Maybe that's why you know you were so diligent in telling our girls. Make sure you get the oil changed. Have you changed your oil? I still do in that. the car. Yeah, I know you yeah. do. We learned our lessons on both of our cars when we were youngsters. So your citation came into our marriage. My Mustang had died by then, and so the next car we had was the company car which was a Plymouth Horizon. Dodge Omni and Plymouth Horizon were the two yeah. cars, and we had the Plymouth Horizon, and that was just this little hatchback that I drove around. From there, we had the Jetta. We had the Jetta. Came here, got the red minivan, and then... And then we got the Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile was on the heels of the, of the Jetta? Yes. No, no, of the, of the minivan. That's right. We traded the minivan and got got the old movie because we only had one car right. for a long time. Yeah. And that was our only car until... We got Frank. We got Frank. Yeah. Which we got that from Kathy. That that thing was from the 70s. That's, yeah. This That thing was a beast. And but hey. I know, drove that had... for a long time until I was unable to stop <laughs> and ran into a truck. Right. Uh, yeah. And so I was uh, I was like, yeah, I can't drive this every day. This car is dangerous. Which is why I didn't drive it, because I still had all our three right. little girls tucked in the back of the right. car. So we were like, you risk your life, and then we'll all be safe. So we got a minivan. That was that That's was the Mazda. That's when we got the Mazda, yeah. I never liked that car. <laughs> I, I guess I, we never there's liked a our theme minivans. with the minivans. <laughs> but from the moment we got that car, whenever it changed gears, it would like, yeah. it wasn't a smooth changing of gears. It had a transmission hitch, and but it didn't do it all the time. No, you had to, I, it got to a point where you could learn, you learned how to. Accelerate. Ex, yeah, so it wouldn't do so it wouldn't that. Do it. Yep, yep. <laughs> But that I remember cleaning out that car several times and finding like French fries oh, from like the, and, and the early ketchup 1900s. That was it was like we got the ketchup packets. We're gonna empty it into the cup holders and dip our French fries in it. It's like how do you get ketchup into the cup holders? How does that happen? Well, I think something we've learned about our girls growing up is that if they had trash or something they didn't want anymore, they would just stuff it somewhere. They would just find a place t 
to hide it or to get rid of right. it. Right. Oh, there's trash. I'll just look at there's a space in between the top part of the seat and the bottom part of the seat. <laughs> if I just stuff it in there, it's like it never existed. And then we'd be cleaning out the car and be like, "Wow, why is this here? What what were they thinking?" <laughs> and that car was just so we get so dirty. It just it was yeah. But you know, a fa- it was a family car. So, yeah, you know, that, that's how that's how that's they just go, how it right? Was. But that thing made several trips to Michigan as well. Yes, it did. That sh- um actually I think at one point we drove it from Kansas City. Oh yeah. to Michigan to Florida. Yep. Yep. And that, then back. I think we called that our summer of like 6,000 miles or something. I like think that. so too, we but drove so many we places. just went so many places. Right. So there's so much so much of our of your life is built around a car. I mean, it's like you define like that was our Mazda period. That was a dark time. No, those that was a good time because right, we know, had little girls in there. And and so like, you know, Hannah as now she can define her, you know, life. Well, her first car experience is the Oldsmobile Cutlass. Yeah. Then she had a Saturn for a little while. She liked that car, and then it got flooded. Literally. The car was in a flood. I was a little afraid it was going to get washed down the street, but the the water just got above the hood, that's all. Oh, that's it. After that, she... Didn't she have another car? She had the... the um, Oh, yeah, she had a t- Toyota Camry. Yeah. That we got from some friends from the Evanses, whom we love. Yes. Uh, yeah, and, we, that, and that car, and that car actually, we had it long enough that it passed down to and what, passed to on Grace, down to Grace. Yeah. And Hannah got Aunt Rhonda's old car, which is a Mazda as well. Right. It's a cute little car, still going strong. That's right. Because she gets the oil changed. <laughs> yeah. If she hadn't, that you know, that's gonna. That's the sad thing about teaching our girls to change the oil in their car. They won't have the story of the smoking car. Yeah. Now, when Rolling. we say that we taught them to change the oil in the car, it's not like I taught them to put it up on blocks and like get under it and change no, the oil. No, we taught them to take it to Drive Jiffy Lube. Drive it to Jiffy Lube. <laughs> Jiffy Lube, if, if you're listening, this would be a great opportunity for yeah, sponsor sponsorship. the On Carlson Drive podcast. I mean, we did mention it. I feel like we should get at least would, a free oil change. I would think so. Because we have... Actually, not just did we say Jiffy Lube, we've been promoting to get your oil changed. I, well, I think car. it's an important part about owning a car. It is. If yeah. you don't know that, if you don't know that about your car, you should know it now. This episode of On Carlson Drive was produced for Boogie Land Media by Randy and Wendy Bonifield and distributed through our friends at podbean.com. All stories were written, edited, and narrated by Wendy Bonifield. All original music and music arrangements are written and performed by Randy Bonifield. Remember to subscribe, and please like, add, friend, and review this podcast wherever you find us. Follow On Carlson Drive on Facebook and Instagram at username On Carlson Drive. And be sure to visit our website at OnCarlsonDrive.com. Special thanks to all our friends and families who, unbeknownst to them, were writing the stories we tell simply by living them. Join us in two weeks for a new episode. Until then, thank you for listening to On Carlson Drive.